0: Welcome, welcome all to another episode of your favorite podcast. Target, that was some pretty good lip syncing there.
1: (laughs) Did you like that? (laughs) That
0: was good. That was good. Threw me off a little bit at first, but I liked it. So how the hell are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Except for the part where you start the show by mocking me.
1: (laughs) Sorry. That's going to set the tone for the rest of this episode. We're going to have some. (laughs)
0: Those are fighting words. (laughs) So speaking of fighting words, what brew you got for me today?
1: what am I get, what, what am I gonna be drinking when I fight you? <laughs> yeah, I am drinking ten barrel brewing pub beer lager yeah, that's a good one. Is it you've had it before?
0: Yeah, they have it at bars all over Spokane, so
1: okay, well, this is my yeah. first time trying it, so we'll see that's a very nice light beer.
0: It's a pub beer. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Today I have Peter's Brand
0: Classics Dutch Style Pilsner, imported lager
1: What's beer. Dutch style pilsner.
0: No idea. That's why I got it.
1: <laughs> well, let us know how it is, man. Does I've never had the, it. Does it get the red beard thumbs up or thumbs down? Ooh, ooh, that's that's. that's a lot of pressure, man.
0: <laughs> Not really. Um, So Dutch style Pilsner must be a little hoppier than normal Pilsner because it's a little hoppier than, well, the, the last one I had.
1: And I know that's not your
0: style. It's not, but I've had more and more of them lately, so I don't absolutely hate
1: them anymore. So give it to Caesar.
0: <sighs> yeah, i drink it again.
1: All right, thumbs up, thumbs up. I would also give this a thumbs up.
0: Yeah, it's, it's not as good as the one you're drinking, I will say that, but I would drink it again. So, those are our brews, let's get to some banter, and maybe some punches to the face. Uh, welcome to Brews and Banter. <laughs> Today we are going to cover our preview for the games happening April 27th to April 30th. I can't believe it's, it's, it's going to be May. <laughs> And our top transfer rumors. I've waited all year to say that. Uh, Make sure to check out our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and our Redbubble. We have some pretty awesome merch and some new stuff coming out for you guys real soon. So let's get into this wonderful preview of another weekend in football. I'm going to
1: give you props, man, for keeping track of all these games. There are so many games here lately the next couple of weeks.
0: It's stressful. But I will like make sure our listeners
1: can double check.
0: <laughs> they get the full treatment. Unfortunately, disclaimer, before this episode, uh, we will not cover the Premier League games in this episode that happened on the 26th and 25th. Throwing that out there before we even get started. That'll be on our next episode. So watch out for that one. So on the 27th in the English Premier League, we start off with Everton against Newcastle.
1: Everton, Newcastle. Everton playing at home. Man, if Everton can get a draw out of that game, whew, that would be huge. But I don't think they do. Newcastle are going to win.
0: I agree. Um the way Newcastle have been playing, especially against Tottenham Hotspur, they look scary right now. It's too bad they don't have to play Manchester City. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go Newcastle in this one. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm thinking 3-0. Um, okay. Next up, a bottom of the table, six-pointer, Southampton against Bournemouth. Before I even hear your prediction, if Bournemouth win this game, are they safe?
1: If Bournemouth win this game, are they safe?
0: That bring them up to 36 points.
1: That puts them
0: uh, five, six, seven points ahead of well, Leeds You got to
1: remember at the time of this recording. They haven't played yet because they This play... is true.
0: This is true.
1: Or no, no, this will be their first game. I don't know, man. If they win, are they safe? No, because it's Southampton. Are they almost safe? They're almost safe. You know, if this was maybe a Leeds or Leicester they were playing in one, I would say, yeah, better question, then.
0: Is Southampton doomed to get relegated if they lose this
1: game? I think they're already doomed to get relegated.
0: I think if they win
1: this game, it'll make it more interesting. Okay. And I do think Southampton win this game because I want it to be interesting. (laughs) Fair
0: enough. Um, Saints fans all around the world probably are hoping that you are correct because you have been correct more often than not of late. And I'm going with a draw. I just don't see anything to separate these two teams. Both teams are playing terrible. If anyone does win, I think it'll be a 1-0, 2-1, somewhere in there. But either way, should be Fascinating to see who actually picks up points in this game. Yes, it will be. Yeah. Speaking of which, Tom Hotspur, fresh off, losing six to one to Newcastle. It's Manchester United. Fresh off, a penalty kick win against Brighton. I almost forgot who they played. That would have been really (laughs) bad. Who you got in this one?
1: Oh, Spurs, man. They got to play United. And then they got to go play Liverpool here few days later, I do yeah. not think things will be good for Spurs, who are relying on, what's his name, Mason, Ryan Mason. I think Spurs lose this game, man.
0: Yeah. I agree with you, and I think it'll be ugly. I, I
1: don't do. think it'll be ugly. I think they have a... No, I mean like,
0: like cagey. Like oh, lots yes. of cards. Like ugly, ugly.
1: Like, not I mean, good like football. An ugly scoreline.
0: No, like, ugly football. Like I don't think this will be a pretty game to watch. But I could be wrong. Could be an ugly scoreline. Who knows? United have lost 7 0 this season.
1: <laughs> Spurs have lost 6 so. 1. That's true.
0: That is true. So here you go.
1: It's the 7 6 thriller, right?
0: <laughs> T- Manchester
1: United just had that.
0: I mean, it was penalty kicks, but. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going for United win in this one. I know you are too. Because Tottenham Hotspur are pretty much helpless at this point. All right. On the 29th, Crystal Palace against West Ham. Do I ask the question again? Winner of this game, completely safe. Yes, no.
1: I think if West Ham win... I think they would be safe.
0: Okay. Why not? Crystal
1: Palace are already safe. Okay. That would make more sense.
0: So winner of this game is safe. Yes.
1: And this is a tough one. Because West Ham have been flying a little high lately. Good result against Arsenal. A good win. Their last time out against Bournemouth. Crystal Palace have been playing well. They have. They have.
0: Roy Hodgson's got him flying.
1: He does. And so I don't see Crystal Palace losing this game. Okay. But I'm going to say a draw. Okay. I'm going to go with the hot
0: hand on this one.
1: Crystal Palace? West
0: West Ham. West Ham. Yes. Yeah.
1: You want the hot ham on this
0: Hot (laughs) hand. Not ham. Hot West Ham. (laughs) Yeah. Um, they're flying right now. They're in the Euro- uh, Europa Conference League. I always get that mix. as it Europa or European Conference League? It's I don't whatever know. Whatever
1: that third competition the is. The Conference
0: League. Yeah. Well, you can't say that either because that's an actual league. So, um, yeah, I just... West Ham are on fire right now. They're finally finding form. They have better, in my opinion, better players than Crystal Palace all over the park. Maybe not all over the park, but... In most positions.
1: Saying, Wilfred Zaha and Michael Lise might have something to say.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. But I I just think they got too much firepower right now. Their whole offense is scoring goals for fun. Interesting. I, mean, I think eight, that's an interesting pick, man. Eight,
1: I, I, I really don't agree with you goals on that Eight in the
0: last two games. So we'll see. I I'm going to go with West Ham in this one. I think they will be safe after this game and overtake Crystal Palace into 12th.
1: Shaking my head right now for all those that's, listening on the podcast.
0: That's okay cuz I got to catch up to you somehow, man. I got to. Next up, we got Brentford against Forest. This is at Brentford and yes.
1: Dude at Brentford. It's hard to bet against them.
0: Yep. Brentford in this one, especially against the struggling Nottingham Forest.
1: Yep. Brighton against Wolves. More of the same. High flying Brighton, man.
0: Yep. Brighton's. My favorite
1: teams to watch. Same here. Outside
0: of the top four, I would say they're my favorite team to watch in the Premier League.
1: I would say outside. Maybe the top include two.
0: some of the teams in the
1: top four. I would. I would say outside the top two. They're my favorite. Honestly, even some Man City games, because you know how those games are going to go.
0: Yeah. Are you? Lull you to sleep and then score three goals.
1: That's how it is. <laughs> like, oh, you can play well against Man City for eighty-eight minutes, and then in two minutes they'll put three by you. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. It's stupid, and borderline not fair. But neither is life. So. Say Levy. On the 30th, we have another relegation six pointer. Bournemouth against Leeds United.
1: Dude, I know you said earlier
0: if Leeds lose against Leicester, that the loser of that game, either one, would be relegated. So is this still a six pointer? Or is this is. Bournemouth getting closer to safety?
1: This one's tough. Because Bournemouth, man, they're having to turn around three days later and play another game. Uh, I don't know. I know on our notes, I wrote down leads, but I don't know if I believe that. (laughs) I think a draw is probably the safest bet.
0: Okay. Well... Just for the record, I did pick a draw.
1: Did you? Okay.
0: Yes. So I think that's the most likely outcome between the two teams. I, I just I don't see I don't see a winner in this one. I don't.
1: I, they're just so bad, man. Leeds defense is just so bad. And then and Bournemouth. Bournemouth have been okay going forward, but defensively they're not great either. So And then Bournemouth. You know they got a couple points on them. I, I don't know. That okay. one that one's gonna be a close one.
0: I agree. Um, speaking of games that probably aren't gonna be close, next up, Fulham against Manchester City.
1: Well, I wonder how that game. At will Craven
0: go. Cottage. <laughs> yeah. Wonder how this one's gonna go. What do you think?
1: I think it's going Manchester City's way.
0: Yeah, one-way traffic in this one. They're just a juggernaut steamrolling everybody right now. So Manchester City for me in this one as well. Next up, huge game with uh, potentially top four implications. Manchester United against Aston Villa. Did you think I'd be saying that at this point in the season?
1: I mean, do I really think it'll have top four implications? No I don't think we will oh, get there. Yeah.
0: Sorry. I didn't realize Manchester United have two games in hand. Yeah, never mind. I'll take that back. But top six implications,
1: definitely. Top six, yes. Uh I think this could end in a draw. Villa are playing really well. They're scoring in all their games. United have a suspect defense here of late. Some injuries. And they played three games prior to this.
0: Three days prior, they played Tottenham. Two big games back-to-back for them. I'm going to go a draw. Okay. I'm going to say, because of Manchester United's lack of depth on defense right now, Aston Villa get the win in this one. A Villa win, okay. Three days in between two hard-fought games and traveling to London. Three days before that, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Villa's time. I think so. Could be very off on this one, but.
1: That would be a I'm, fantastic result for Villa. It would be. And
0: uh, if Tottenham lose to Manchester United, Aston Villa could jump above them into fifth place. Next up. Newcastle against Southampton. Um, do I need to even ask for your pick?
1: Well, I'll pick Newcastle, obviously, but damn, dude, if there's anything we know, any team can win on any given day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm still uh, picking
1: Newcastle. <laughs> I'm still
0: picking Newcastle. And uh, for me, a win here. Uh, who scores? Who scores? I'm going to go Callum Wilson. And
1: Joelinton Linton, 2-0. Joelinton, Linton, okay. Yeah. I like it.
0: Next up, feel bad for Spurs fans, almost. They play Liverpool at Anfield. Who you got in this one?
1: Liverpool. Okay. Maybe you a draw. A little iffy
0: on that choice.
1: I do. I'm just thinking of some games past where Spurs have kind of been a thorn for Liverpool.
0: Yeah, they've kind of been that for Manchester City too. It's like the two teams that they stack up well against for some weird reason.
1: But because it's at Anfield, I think I'm I'm going to give it to Liverpool. Okay.
0: I mean, I, I think that's a sound pick. I couldn't pick between the two, so I'm going with a draw. But it it will be, if Spurs get a point in that one, it'll be a huge point going to Anfield and getting a point. So, get my point. <laughs> All right, and last but not least, on your birthday, May 1st. Birthday. <laughs> cue the music, the lights. Lisa, are you there? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. We got a uh, six-pointer at the bottom of the table again. Leicester City against Everton.
1: This This is a big one. one. This is a
0: big one. Yeah, it is a big one. Is that the King Power? Everton are not great away from home, but Leicester aren't good at home either. So, who you got in this one?
1: Mm, I think Everton. So, if I was Sean Dyche, this is what I would be trying to do if I was the manager clean sheets man whatever however many games are if I can get clean sheets in all those games and at least guarantee a draw
0: uh, the point of that game I believe it would be you know, five, five games, games. yeah
1: so if you can play five, five games five. and you're Everton and you get five points you'd probably take that
0: yeah I'd I'd say they would be safe with five points
1: yeah I'm gonna go for a draw
0: okay I like what Dean Smith is doing at Leicester City. I'm gonna go to Leicester win.
1: Yeah, I picked yeah. them over Wolves. I, I wasn't too sure about that pick, but call it a gut feeling. Yeah, same here. I I
0: don't feel too confident about it, but I will. I want them to stay up so bad. So
1: that and you picked Everton to go down, right?
0: I did. I did. So, that is it for our Premier League picks. Let's go to La Liga, Targo. What do we got this weekend?
1: All right, on April 29th, we have Real Madrid against Almeria. Real Madrid in second place on 65 points. Almeria, they are in 17th place on 30 points. They're hovering right above that relegation. I, do, I don't think this game does them any favors, man. I'm going with Real Madrid all the way.
0: No, Real Madrid need to keep winning all their games they have remaining to, one, stay ahead of Atletico, and two, try to get that deficit of Barcelona down as much as they can, or at least give them some hope of uh, catching Barcelona. I don't think they will, but you never know.
1: No, but also it's good to keep these wins going, keep momentum, because they have a big Champions League clash coming up with Man City. Yep. So they definitely want to
0: all the momentum
1: they can get for that one. And then also on the 29th, we have Barcelona against Real Betis. So Barca, as we mentioned, are in first place. Real Betis are in fifth on 48 points. I'm going with Barca.
0: Okay. I almost picked Real Betis in this one. This smells of Barcelona sitting back, per se. I, I don't think camp. they will, um, but I'm going to go with the draw on this one.
1: Draw, okay. Yeah. All right, so on April 30th, we then have Real Valladolid against Atletico Madrid. Atletico in third, Valladolid there in 14th.
0: You got one way and one way only. That's that let's Madrid, and uh, may I say uh, Antoine Griezmann goal in this one. Who a goal, huh?
1: I don't know if I give you a goal, but I'll give you at least an assist.
0: All right, goal contribution. There you go. Yep, I will take it. That's Eddie for the win. <laughs> Next up, we go over to the Bundesliga. On the 28th, we got Bochum against Borussia Dortmund. Bochum are sitting in 15th, two points above the drop zone. And uh, Dortmund sitting pretty in first place right now on 60 points, one point ahead of Bayern Munich.
1: Dortmund got to win, man.
0: Yeah, they do. They need to, but so do Bayern Munich, and they don't play for two days after this one. No pressure on uh, Dortmund. I think they get this one done. I I agree. Yeah. On the 29th, we got a big one. We got a big this one Targo. We got my perennial underdogs Union Berlin against your new favorite team Bayer Leverkusen. <laughs> Who you got in this one? This Go is Leverkusen, in man. It's really hard not to pick Leverkusen in this one it's so it's hard. so good they're so good right now and not to mention they're so fun to watch and young and Quick Javi Alonso. oh yeah Javi Alonzo's their coach and I loved watching him as a player so I'm gonna go draw draw New Berlin they're at home so
1: that'd be a huge win for Berlin I feel like just the way Leverkusen are are going right playing now playing right now oh yeah
0: it would be a huge point for them, especially uh, you know if points are it's also a huge elsewhere. win
1: for also a huge win for Leverkusen though to get into that Champions League.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they win, they jump right above Leipzig and get all. Well, possibly, no, never mind. They'd still be behind them, but even closer.
1: They'd only be Next. five points behind Union Berlin.
0: Yes. Only five points behind them, and they're, s- they're they're eight points behind them.
1: If they win, though.
0: Oh, yes, you're right. Uh, if they win this game, they're three points away from that fourth place spot, though. Occupied by the uh, ever-inconsistent Freiburg. So, t- fourth place is definitely within reach. Next up... RB Leipzig against Hoffenheim. Leipzig have not been uh, too great and pretty inconsistent of late. They've lost three of their last five.
1: I think I wrote down Leipzig, but I honestly think this could go draw.
0: Yeah, Hoffenheim have won three of their last five with only losing one.
1: And I remember like when they've played these big teams, you know, Bayern Munich, Dortmund, they they trouble them.
0: Yeah, they play well. I know I
1: Leipzig get the just get the edge. Yeah,
0: I know I pick Leipzig. You always pick
1: Leipzig.
0: I'm going to go against my own decision. I'm going to go draw.
1: Did I convince you into a draw?
0: (laughs) No, I almost picked Hoffenheim, but I couldn't convince myself to do it. All right. On the 30th, we got Bayern Munich. Who have only won one of their last six games against Hertha Berlin, who are in dead last. They better a, win,
1: dude. What a last time place. to
0: play Hertha Berlin if you're Bayern Munich or vice versa. What a better time to play Bayern Munich if you're Hertha Berlin.
1: I mean, obviously, I have to. The odds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, betting man, I'd pick Bayern Munich.
0: It depends what the over under is. I might. I might go Hertha, depending on the over-under, because I'm sure Byron is favored by at least two to three goals.
1: So you picking Hertha? I'm going to draw. A draw, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the two-goal curse the goal. continues.
1: No, I think I think Byron get the win on this one. It's at the Allianz. so. Yeah.
0: Just, they just—they look so bad right now.
1: They look bad going forward, man. Yeah. You know what team they kind of remind me of?
0: Tottenham, Chelsea. <laughs> okay, same, same, <laughs> but different. Creating but still chances, same.
1: but not scoring. Exactly.
0: Okay, Serie Ah, we got Napoli against Salernitana.
1: The letter Natana. Yeah, on 29. nice. Yeah, can Napoli win the title here? Did we do that math yet? Um,
0: thirty-seven games left is twenty-one points. Yes, they would win the game, win the, the title if Lazio dropped points.
1: Well, I'm gonna go Napoli win this game, man.
0: Okay, I am too. It's Napoli, man. They're so good. Victor Oseman's finally healthy. They just beat Juventus. Uh, Yeah. I think they uh, get a couple of goals in this one. And then uh, we have two games up next, both with top four implications. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have uh, fourth against fifth, AS Roma against AC Milan. Both tied on 56 points. How do you see this one going?
1: It's in Rome. And you know how I feel about those Romans in Rome. Yeah. Going to draw. Okay. I'm going with game.
0: I'm going with the Rafael Leao show.
1: He's continuing it, huh?
0: He's continu- He's so good right now. And uh AS Roma are leaking goals, man. They've
1: scoring some goals, though, too. They
0: have been, too. So, I'm going to go with a high-scoring Milan win. I, I might give score. it a 2-1. Yeah. I'm going to go 3-2 uh, Milan. And on the 30th, we have 6th against 2nd, Inter against Lazio. Lazio drop points in this one. And Napoli win. Napoli are
1: champions. Officially. Not just me saying that. <laughs> and I say Lazio drop points, man. I'm going with a draw. Okay. I'm gonna go Lazio. You are you're gonna Lazio win, yeah. huh?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna Lazio win. Prolong the inevitable for at least one more week. And I just Lazio have impressed me a lot this season and Inter have disappointed me probably Every seven times out of ten. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go Lazio win in this one. Is that even I if will. Lukaku starts? I- Even if Lukaku starts, or doesn't start, for that matter. And I'm even going to go as far as to say Lukaku gets a goal in this game and Lazio still win. Okay. he impressed me last time out. Next up, Bologna against Juventus. If uh, results go the way you're saying, uh, and Juve
1: win this game, they jump into second. I have them winning this game, so... I do two. Yeah. Bologna,
0: there are no slouches. They're in eighth place. They've won two of their last five, though. Two of them have been draws. And Juventus are gonna want to get into that second place real badly. Especially after losing to Napoli. I'm gonna pick Juve to win this one
1: as well. Okay, but I have remember I have Lazio drawing, so Lazio would still be in second.
0: Goal differential. Off of you goal were right. differential, yeah. You were right. I didn't realize they had a better goal differential than Juventus. So, kudos. So, uh, yeah, we flew through those predictions. What do you guys think? Let us know uh, if we have anything that's really outlandish that you think is never going to happen. Probably going to be towards me, but hey, who knows. So let's get into uh, what everybody loves to talk about, what we love to speculate about. And some might be true. Some might not be. Our top transfer news.
1: Well, they're rumors for a reason, man, because sometimes they happen and (laughs) most likely they don't. (laughs) More often than not.
0: Yes, you are correct.
1: So I'll go first with some of my transfer rumors. Involves a player, first one involves a player here who was uh, looking to leave in January from his club, Club Brighton, and that is 21-year-old Moises Caicedo. Yeah, he uh, was uh, catching the eye of Arsenal and had his head turned. Yeah, Arsenal had, what was it, 60 mil, 70 mil?
0: Both. Rejected, yes.
1: Rejected. But it said Liverpool could be in the market for him. I don't know how much I believe this rumor. I don't think they could afford that.
0: You give it a true or a false?
1: I gave it a false.
0: Same. There's no way Liverpool afford that. And uh, rumor has it that they can't even afford Jude Bellingham. And he's their number one target.
1: I did see they may have pulled out of Jude Bellingham, but he's what? Over 100, 120 million?
0: 150, I think now.
1: Whatever it was. Yeah. Something stupid. They probably could afford him, but then that's all they would have.
0: Yeah. And they need it's, a lot more than one
1: player. And they could probably get three players for that for that mm. cash. So that's one of mine. Tell me one of yours. All right. I'm going to go with. Let's go
0: with. Let's uh, stick with Brighton. Let's stick with Brighton. All right. Liverpool, Chelsea, and Manchester United are all set to battle it out for the midfield partner of Moises Caicedo. Alexis McAllister this summer for a reported 80 million. Remember, has it that he is leaning more towards staying at Brighton, especially if they get into uh the Europa League next season. What do you think? True or false?
1: I think he could be leaving.
0: Yeah. I think so too. Uh I just he he seems like the one player on Brighton that is destined to leave them in the summer. I think he's probably more likely to leave than Moises Caicedo.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I'd love to see them stay. I'd like to see that Brighton team stay together because, man, they're they're good.
0: They would be so good next year.
1: I think they could Um, fight for maybe a top six finish next year, too.
0: Yeah, it depends on, uh, again, what team sign and who they keep a hold of. I mean, Tottenham lose Harry Kane. I think that Brighton probably jump up that queue for me
1: as far as probably... Fifth best team in uh, England. Yeah, because I again, I Chelsea, I feel like could have another struggle here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's
1: going to take Liverpool them. Liverpool will
0: be back up. Uh, they they need a couple of signings, but yeah, they could be very well, very well could be. Um, of these three teams, who you think has the best shot at getting Alexis McAllister?
1: What are the three teams? Liverpool, Chelsea, Liverpool, Manchester, Chelsea, United. Man United. Man United.
0: Yeah, same. He fits the bill perfectly for me. Um, he would make them much better. So Yeah, yes, he per- would. Perfect fit for me. And I'm going to go with the true on this one. Just like you did.
1: Okay. Um, I guess I'll stick in the Premier League. But I'll go with Tottenham, man. Tottenham being linked with James Madison of Leicester. Leicester is thinking maybe 50 mil.
0: I I think that would be a great bit of transfer business for both teams. Um, The way that Madison's been out and hurt so often, I don't know if he's worth 50 mil anymore.
1: Especially if they get relegated? Yeah. I think that'll be the big question. I think if they get relegated, you might see that number drop.
0: What do you think? 10 mil?
1: No, maybe 20, 30. <clears throat> but I do think James Madison would be the perfect type of player for Tottenham. I don't know if he's yeah, necessarily I mean, the best fit. I, I agree. Type, they they need a creative midfielder, man. They need a creator in that team. Ever since they
0: lost Christian Erickson, they've been needing that type of player. And James Madison fits the bill, but his injury record does not speak very highly for him.
1: No, it doesn't. He, he is injured more often than not. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, you giving this one uh true or false?
1: I don't think I see it happening. I think it's on that borderline of true and false, but I think I'm gonna lean towards false.
0: I think it'd be all up to who gets hired as a manager of Tottenham.
1: That's a, that's another yeah, yeah factor into that. I'm gonna lean towards true though. Okay.
0: I think uh it just sounds like the type of signing that Tottenham would make this summer, especially like you said, if Leicester get relegated. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I'm gonna stick with Tottenham. How about that? Okay. Bayern Munich to try to sign Harry Kane this summer with a attractive offer. Does that make sense to you? They've been linked with him for what seems like forever.
1: I think I said it earlier, man. What do they need? A striker. Mm-hmm. Striker. <laughs> so yeah, I think that would be perfect for Ta- for uh, Bayern Munich now are they willing to shell out the cash for him? Probably not. I mean, how much did you do you happen to have how much they might cost?
0: Uh, I know Tottenham have said somewhere around 100 to 120 million. Um, I think this was more around the contract
1: offer. I don't think he's worth 120 million at that. I don't either,
0: but Tottenham desperately want and need to keep a hold of him.
1: But I think if you're Harry Kane, you're desperately and wanting to leave.
0: Yeah, especially to convince Tottenham. Almost guaranteed a
1: Bundesliga title, at least. Yeah,
0: I mean, and not only that, it's it's not in the Premier League, so it's not going to hurt Tottenham at all.
1: But do you think he wants to stay in the Premier League to get that record?
0: 100% I do. But can you turn down Bayern Munich? I don't know. I don't know if I could. To be that final piece to the puzzle... I mean, you're going to have a better shot winning the Champions League with Bayern Munich than you would at Manchester United.
1: Yes, I think that would it'd be good for both player and Bayern Munich. I mean, we'll see how much Tottenham can get, and it could be good for Tottenham if you get a hundred million.
0: Yeah, I think it. I think it's probably the best fit for all parties, right? Because it's not going to bite Tottenham in the butt. He's not going to have to play against Tottenham because they're not going to make the Champions League this season.
1: So if you're Tottenham and you lose Harry Kane, who do you go after?
0: Um that probably the, the young striker from Atalanta. So the H is it is it Hol Holberg? Hoyberg?
1: I don't know. I was thinking Ivan Tony. That too. That that
0: would be a good option as well. Um if you're Ivan Tony though, I don't I don't know if I stick would stick with
1: charlesson
0: I don't I don't know if I'd <laughs> want to go with Tottenham if I'm Ivan Tony, Uh, And I don't think Tottenham want to be stuck with just Richarlison. He's still got zero goals in the Premier League this season.
1: Yeah, that's bad.
0: That's really bad. I think it's uh, 23 games down.
1: All right. Well, I'll stick with Bayern Munich on this next rumor, but it's a winger, Federico Chiesa. Ooh.
0: Yeah, they've been looking at him.
1: 25-year-old could be available for 40 mil.
0: That's a steal i Bayern Munich, snap him up like that.
1: He does Especially have, because he, he can play
0: striker as
1: well. He does have quite the injury record, though. But dude, so do, you do you remember so him in the Euros for Italy? Yeah. Oh, he was so good. So good. And
0: he's been brilliant for Juventus this season, too. So.
1: When he comes on, like I said, he's had his injuries. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I feel like they feed them something different at Bayern Munich. I mean, have you seen those pictures of Lewandowski playing for Bruce U. Dortmund and then when he played after he got done at Bayern Munich?
1: Same, yeah, with like Alfonso Davies and Leon, Leon Goretzka. Goretzka. Yeah. They just get jacked, man.
0: <laughs> Must be the beer.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Certainly is uh, not helping me, but I'll take it. <laughs> Maybe I just need to drink more German beers. Hmm. okay I'm gonna uh, completely switch gears let's go to all right let's go to la liga la liga um this so uh so this uh guy he's a kind of a, a wonder kid he recently had his uh contract denied by la liga
1: oh you're Mr Barcelona
0: yeah Gavi he's attracting attention of all of Europe's clubs mostly because. His contract expires in the summer and he's apparently pissed off at Barcelona for uh, not clearing the way for that contract to actually be accepted.
1: He also had to go back to his youth number number. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, he's listed as a a youngster again. Cause he's only what? 17, 18 years old right now. 18. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to give you the list of teams, and you tell me who he would be the best fit for. Best
1: because fit, it's a lot. Okay, it's a
0: lot. So we got Bayern Munich, Arsenal, Manchester City, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Pretty much all the usual suspects.
1: The best fit, I think, it could be Man United. Really, or Liverpool. Liverpool
0: makes sense, right? It's free. They can offer him higher wages. It's the type of player they're looking for, especially if they can't afford Jude Bellingham. And then you can afford two more midfielders, but you can spend more and get a higher caliber of midfielder.
1: And you'll have him for 15 years.
0: Probably. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't think he
1: leaves, though, if I'm being honest, man. I think he stays at Barca. He's a (sighs) Barca youth product. I think... He'll work it out.
0: My gut says... Barcelona will try to work it out, but not be able to because they can't get rid of anybody. So I think he's going to be forced to leave, not because Barcelona want him to leave, but because La Liga won't allow them to keep him. I think he stays. And I think the team that best fit for him is probably Liverpool, but I'm also going to say Arsenal. It makes sense.
1: Yeah, honestly, I could see him at Arsenal or Manchester City. Because it yeah, looks like Gun yeah. might go the other way to Barca.
0: hmm I don't know how they afford him either, though. And I if they got to choose between the two, they're obviously going to choose Gavi. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see where he goes. Uh, whether he stays at Barcelona or goes to one of these other teams.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll stay in La Liga then. But I'll move to a different team. Real Madrid, the other juggernaut in Spain. Apparently, Randall Colomoani has caught the eye of Real Madrid, 24-year-old. I think he would be really good at Real Madrid. A little kind of a backup for Benzema, replacement for Benzema, potentially.
0: Yeah, I could see it. He'd also be fantastic backup for Vinny Jr. and Rodrigo on the wings,
1: too. Or on the wings, yeah. He can play all over.
0: Yeah, I just... Does it make sense to me? No.
1: I think if you're Moani, not quite. Maybe wait a year. I think after maybe they sell Benzema.
0: Or, yeah, let him go for free. I think Benzema probably retires. Yeah, probably. But yeah, I mean, God, would he do some damage in La Liga? He does damage already for Eintracht Frankfurt. Imagine what he would do with the type of players around him that Real Madrid would give him.
1: Yeah, the would service be... from Vinny Jr. coming in from those wings.
0: Yeah, and then the Real Madrid are really good right now, but I think one of their problems is is they're not really interchangeable. They are with their midfield. That's what makes it so fluid, but they aren't up front.
1: No, and Vinny even... and Rodrigo tend to stay on that left yeah, and right.
0: And if you put Colomani in there, that just gives them a whole new level of dynamism up front where all three of them can just interchange, have some fun up there. And that makes them so much more dangerous.
1: So okay, for me, so that,
0: that in that aspect, it makes more sense.
1: And then Real Madrid, man, they're also linked with Reese James. 23 Ooh. year old Ooh. saying he would cost upwards of a hundred mil because his contract don't expire till 2028. Looking to maybe replace Danny Carvajal.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's getting up there. He seems like he's been around for 20 years.
1: (laughs) He has been around for a while. That's for sure. (sighs) I don't think that one happens, though.
0: I don't think it happens either, but it does make sense that they would go after a 23-year-old proven talent already. So,
1: you know, his form this season, maybe they could get a little bit less.
0: Maybe like between like 80, 85. I was
1: thinking 80, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They can afford it. Are they going to spend that money on a, a right back instead of a striker? I, I don't know. Wouldn't they probably rather spend it on a midfielder and get Jude Bellingham.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe go next year for Reese James.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. I only got two left, and I'm going to stick with the same player. Okay. Different team. So, Mwani is also thought to be an alternative to Harry Kane and Victor Osiman by none other than Bayern Munich. It makes
1: sense. Yeah.
0: Right? They tend to go after players in the Bundesliga. They need a striker. I don't know if he fits that particular build, but... It would work in the system they have. I think they need an out and out striker, though. I I agree. I agree. And I I know they're not going to pay for Osman. That's not going to happen. Harry Kane's probably much more likely than Colin Wanius. But I even think think,
1: Harry Kane prices them out. Yeah. Once you get over that 100 mil mark, I don't see Byron spending that kind of money.
0: I, I wouldn't even go that high. I'd go. Once you get past the eighty mil mark, I think Bayern Munich's out. I don't, I don't know if they have ever spent more than eighty mil on a player. So, so yeah, I it makes sense from a player standpoint, but financially, I don't think Bayern Munich go for Kulbani.
1: Okay. Well, I was I was thinking uh, via in uh, La Liga. Sorry, from my previous one. And that's Villarreal looking to bring in the World Cup star, Dominic Livakovic from Dinamo Zagreb, 28-year-old goalkeeper.
0: what a steal that would be. They'd probably get him for 10 mil.
1: I hope they get him. That would be fantastic for him. That
0: would be so cool. Yeah.
1: Villarreal, I mean, they're not doing terrible. They're in sixth in La Liga, but he could make it into Europe. Potentially. Potentially. I haven't seen word.
0: Zagreb is. They they tend to be in the Champions League.
1: But, but still, you kind of want to go to a, a bigger team. Oh,
0: 100%. And if I am a Livakovich, I want that big contractual payday after the World Cup he had. I was surprised he stayed at Zagreb. All right. I only got one more, so you give me another
1: one. All right. I'll go with uh, Newcastle, man. High-flying Newcastle. They're looking at a whole host of Premier League players, man. They want to oh, strengthen yeah. that squad, spend some of that oil money and stay and in the top four.
0: Now they have, well, potentially they have the Champions League, barring a monumental collapse from them uh, as another selling point to their already impressive improvement from last season.
1: But they're looking at Declan Rice, 24-year-old from Newcast- or from West Ham. Mm-hmm. James Madison, twenty-six-year-old from Leicester, and Ivan Tony, man, twenty-seven-year-old from Brentford. Yeah, out of those three players, who do you think would fit in best at Newcastle?
0: I feel like a swap with Callum Wilson and Ivan Tony just makes sense. Cash and player offer. Brentford don't have to go shopping. Ivan Tony gets the big move he wanted.
1: I think you're onto something there, man. I think that would yeah. be fantastic kind of switcheroo. I
0: I don't think they go for James Madison just because of his injury record. And I think Declan Rice is already on his way to Arsenal. So Ivan Tony makes the most sense. And man, would he do really well in that setup?
1: Yeah. He'd really give Alexander (coughs) Isak a fight up there starting.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you think of the attacking talent that Newcastle would have at that point too, with Isak and Ivan Tony. I, They're both fantastic strikers, so that would just make them that much more dangerous. This makes sense.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll go one more. So uh, Kim Min-Jae, 26-year-old center back, plays for Napoli. Kind of been a stud back there for him this season.
0: Unsung hero, I would say.
1: Uh, He's wanted by a whole host of clubs, man. Man City, Spurs, Liverpool, Manchester United. And it's saying he'd only cost around 40 mil. Dude,
0: that'd be a steal for any one of those teams. (sighs)
1: <sighs> Which one makes the most sense, you think, if you're...
0: yeah, I don't know why Arsenal's name isn't on that list. Because that would make sense, too. They need more center back cover. And I'm sorry, Rob Holding. Yeah, you, Holdino. Well, I mean, think um, about
1: it. Rob Holding's probably, what, fourth pick center back?
0: <laughs> yes, he's second in that right center back spot, but...
1: I, no, I would still say Saliva and then Ben White and then maybe even Tamayasu.
0: OK, I, I wasn't thinking of players who play on the wings, but that also makes sense. So, yeah, maybe fifth. Fifth choice center back. Um, like I bet
1: if you had Tamayasu, you'd be maybe putting Ben White in the center back and playing Tamayasu right ah. back. I
0: honestly no. I would put Tomiyasu at center back, or that, yeah. Ben White's been so good on the right. Tomiyasu is a better defender than Ben White is. Um, of those teams, so Keep City, Spurs, day, yeah. Liverpool, Man United. I think um, I'll be honest with you. I think Liverpool makes the most sense there. Really? Yeah. Um, I think this summer they probably look to, if not replace Virgil Van Dyke, but get his replacement. He has not been good this season at all. And I think you were onto something when you said he was overrated because he has been awful this year and probably the third best center back for Liverpool this
1: season. Who, third, huh? Behind yeah. who? Konate and Matip?
0: Yeah, probably. I don't,
1: I don't know, man. I got to put Van Dyke over Matip. I just
0: think Van Dyke's been that bad this season. So. He has
1: not been very good.
0: Okay, I'll get to my last one.
1: All right, give me your last one. one.
0: It's a big one, man. Jude Bellingham oh. has reportedly ruled out Manchester City, PSG, and Chelsea, according to build. He apparently wants to join a team that value with values like passion, honor, reputation rather than money. And Liverpool pulled out of the race to sign him. So who does that leave?
1: Real Madrid or Man United?
0: Yeah. I, again, will say it, and I've said it a hundred times, don't know why Arsenal don't try to sign him.
1: Because it's 120 million, whatever so, it is, 150 million.
0: <laughs> so. Send Granit Xhaka the other direction, man.
1: Honestly, I can see somehow Man City pulling this one off.
0: I mean, I don't know if this report is true, and I'm probably going to go with half true. I think he probably ruled out PSG and Chelsea because PSG doesn't make sense. He wants to go back to England. Chelsea doesn't make sense because they suck. Uh, And Manchester City, they have passion. They have the reputation. Maybe it doesn't go back as far as some of these other clubs. And one would argue they have the honor too. So, yes, they have the money, but... They would be unstoppable if they got Jude Bellingham.
1: Oh, yeah. But can you imagine Jude Bellingham and Kevin De Bruyne on a midfield?
0: And Rodri. Rodri. Erling Haaland on a platter? No, I don't want to. It's a thing of nightmares for literally every team in the world except for Manchester City.
1: Yeah. So, no, I don't want ugly. that
0: to happen. I don't want it to be true. I want it to be true, actually, so that way Manchester City don't get him. Unfortunately, I don't want him to go to Manchester United either. So maybe stay at Dorman or go to Real Madrid.
1: We'll see, man. I, I, that is going to be a fun saga to follow this summer is where does Jude Bellingham go?
0: I'm going to predict now that I think that he probably stays.
1: You think so? I think he I goes somewhere. I, I might don't guess think Real Madrid.
0: I don't think anyone can afford him besides City and Chelsea, and I don't think he wants to go to Chelsea, and I don't think Pep wants to spend that much money on a player.
1: So, all right, well, I'll give my last one it's uh about Wilfred Zaha, 30 year old, free agent in the summer, he's gonna be a free agent. And it said Arsenal, PSG, Bayern Munich, Roma, Chelsea, Marseille are all looking at him, but Palace are offering a four year contract. 10 mil a year. Pretty good contract, I would say. It's a great
0: contract. I know you think they're safe, but I don't... If you're Zaha, you're 30 years old, don't you want one last...
1: He's probably got two to three years in him. Good years. One
0: last contract? This is going to be his last one. Unless he goes to MLS, then probably two. Um... I don't know. Out of, of those teams, those...
1: which ones do you think would be the best fit for him?
0: I think he Marseille makes sense.
1: Chelsea does not. No, Chelsea doesn't. Bayern does not. Bayern doesn't for me either. Too many. PSG kind already... of, kind of, but I they have Roma. to get.
0: They have to get. Yeah, I was. I think Roma there. could be a good one. I don't think he's a good fit at Arsenal. As much as I would love to see him as a backup, I don't think he wants to play second. He would tomorrow, have been
1: maybe. before Nicholas Pepe.
0: Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, I think he'd be a fantastic fit at Roma and Marseille just makes sense. Cause he fits the the bill of the type of player that they go after. But yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think palace are safe. They offer him 10 mil. If I'm Wilfred Zaha, you left Palace to go to United. You went back to Palace. I'd stay at Palace. One Save last their, payday, like ten million a
1: year for four year, four more years.
0: Yeah, become a a club legend. I would, but that's just me. I prefer the loyalty aspect of things. Most players don't these days. So,
1: no, no, they want the money, man.
0: <laughs> I don't blame them for that either. I really don't. If you look at it from the player's side, I'd rather be able to have generational wealth than stay on a team like Crystal Palace. And for a guy like Wilfred Zaha, that's what it would mean. So PSG maybe. Go sit on the bench there. 20 million a year to sit on the bench and win some trophies. Not the the Champions League. Yeah. And even that's looking like... eh. Uh, they got to get rid of one of their top three two which you know I'll reference it again I did say Neymar was going to go to Chelsea
1: so I think I saw a rumor actually here just today I didn't put it on here but Manchester United could be in it for Neymar
0: (laughs) that makes zero sense along with
1: Chelsea
0: they have Antony he's the exact same player Neymar's better better (laughs) that to me with the amount of money it's going to cost to get him doesn't make sense. Chelsea just makes perfect sense. The only team that would want him and be willing to pay for him. So.
1: All right. Well, that brings us to the end of our transfers. Am I right? And the end of this episode, that's all I got, man. All right. Well, appreciate you guys listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook group, get in on the conversation. Let us know what you think. Have you seen any transfers that we didn't mention? Let us know.
0: Yeah, those are always fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, there are. There's some wildish wildish ones out there. Make sure to check out the Red Bubble, look at the merch. Let us know what you like, what you don't like so maybe we can change some stuff up. We want to hear from you guys. But on that note, man, that's all I got. So you guys, you cheers friends. Cheers. Cheers.